You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Hello, hello, it's Brooke DeVard, and you're listening to the Naked Beauty Podcast. So it is here, the long-awaited interview with Dr. Barbara Sturm. Now, I love this interview because she is very direct, and she has a real point of view about skincare. We love a point of view on this show that makes all the difference. And she's a scientist. She says at one point, when you're a scientist, you're a scientist, and you don't want any bullshit ingredients in your skincare. This is the level of directness she's speaking with throughout this episode. Now, I've had a few weeks to use the products from the Darker Skin Tones line, and I can honestly say that I do love them. I particularly like the face cream and the foam cleanser, but being fully transparent with you guys, as always, these were gifted to me. So a lot of you have messaged me about the price, and I definitely ask her about the price point during our interview. But I think it's important to remember that her line is like any luxury product. So is a t-shirt from Dior or Gucci that much better from a t-shirt from Hanes? For some people, the answer is yes. And they choose to spend their budget on a designer version of something that you could get for less. For some people, it's not worth the money. So I think it's really a personal choice. She's crafted this line with a lot of intention and has a lot of integrity behind her products and her packaging and her process. And you know, as the creator of the line, she can set whatever price she'd like. I will say though, that a little bit does go a long way, but it's really a personal choice. I'm not here to sell you on her skincare. She has a lot of fans though. And I think she has a lot of fans for a reason. I have not encountered in anyone who's been listening to the show for a long time. We all know people love their Dr. Sturm products. I think that's saying something given, given that these editors get their hands on practically every single product under the sun. I know that many of you want to try her products. So we are giving away one kit of the darker skin tones range on the Instagram account for this show at Naked Beauty Planet. So make sure you guys are following. I will post sometime this week and randomly select a winner. You do have to be in the US. So I'm sorry to my listeners abroad. But when I talked to her about accessibility and price point, she immediately said, okay, let's do a giveaway for your listeners. So I love that. Thank you for that. And I'm excited for whoever the winner is. Beyond her products, I was also just interested to get to know who Dr. Sturm was as a person. This powerful woman in business, she's an entrepreneur, but she's also a scientist. She's also a mother. She's very multifaceted. And I think you guys are going to really enjoy getting to know her. 
Now, this is one of those episodes that has a lot of information. So if you're like rushing to take notes, just remember at the end of this episode, I will be giving my takeaways, my top tips, the things that I really walked away understanding better from our conversation. So stay tuned to the very end to hear the takeaways. Thank you guys so much for all of the love and support. Thank you for taking the time to rate and review the show on the Apple Podcast app. It means so much to me. When you guys share that you're listening on your Instagram story and tag me at Naked Beauty Planet, that makes me so, so happy. You guys can follow me at Naked Beauty Planet is where I do all of my beauty posting, but I'm also on at Brooke DeVard. That's my personal page. You can always say hi to me there. Love getting to know the listeners better. And I appreciate so many of you have reached out and introduced yourself. Even people that have been listening for a long time, like, hey, I've been listening for two years, but I'm just like coming out of the woodwork now to say hi. I love that. Please introduce yourselves. I want to get to know more of you. Now, before we get into the interview, I want to talk to you a little bit about Billy. They have created Everyday Essentials by delivering premium razors and a high-performing body care line directly to you. You don't have to worry about visiting a drugstore. You don't have to spend a lot of money either. Go to mybilly.com to get their starter kit for just $9. That includes their award-winning razor, two refill blades, and a magnetic holder that keeps your razor safe and dry in between uses. And Billy is out to change more than just the way you shave. They just released three completely clean must-have beauty products to add to your routine, lip balm, dry shampoo, and face wipes. Now, I always share this with you guys. I just used to buy whatever razor was at the drugstore. I didn't really put a lot of intention and thought behind the razor that I used. And I didn't know how much better the shaving experience could actually be. And the razor that you get with Billy is just so much better. They're an Allure Best of Beauty winner and on Nylon's Beauty hit list for a reason. Go to mybilly.com slash naked. And it's Billy with an I-E. So M Y B I L L I E dot com slash naked. It's a small way you can support the show while getting the best razor you will ever own. It's just $9 to get your starter kit plus free shipping always. Go to mybilly.com slash naked, spelled mybilly, B I L L I E dot com slash naked. Okay, let's get into the show. I'm so excited to have you on Naked Beauty. You have come up on this podcast. I, I, I've been doing this show for three years. I would say since year one of doing this podcast, you and your products have come up from my guests. I interview a lot of editors, right? So editors from magazines like Essence Magazine, Marie Claire, Harper's Bazaar. They all love your products. People actually like refer to it as a cult. They're like, oh, like the cult of Dr. Sturm. <laughs> love your products. And your team is doing such a good job of getting your products into the hands of people that have real influence because everyone talks about your products and how much they love them. This makes me so happy to hear because, you know, when you work on one thing, you don't always get every feedback and how it's perceived to the outside. And obviously, I, I want to give something super valuable to the world with my work. And um, and then it's really nice if you get this validation from everybody. This makes me really happy. Thank you. Yes, no, of course. And I think it's also as a testament because they get sent lots of things, right? They get sent stuff from La Mer, Chanel. I mean, they get sent yeah. really high-end skincare. Of course. Um, and those yeah. names don't come up very often when I ask people like, their favorite products, but you come up quite a lot. So you've got... Oh, I love this. I love you've this. You've got hardcore fans. <laughs> and I got sent some stuff too, which like I've been using and loving. 
And I want to talk all about the line, especially the darker skin tones line. Your skin looks amazing. Oh, thank you. Yeah, it does. I was watching you um, adjusting your microphone. I thought, her skin is flawless. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You have amazing skin as well, um, but you already knew that. The thing that I want to talk to you about before we get into your line, just like your personal aesthetic, because I watch all of your videos on Instagram and you're always like very kind of clean cut. I feel like you've got really cool earrings always in, like you do funky jewelry stuff. And you've always had, at least from all of the pictures I've seen, like short hair. Is this kind of like your preferred aesthetic, like kind of very clean cut, short hair? When I was younger, obviously, I paid way more attention to the looks and, you know, long hair, short hair, whatever. So it was very important to me that I had the right hair color, the right haircut. Everything was just like very perfectionized. I have to say in these days, I, I'm, I'm so focused on um, what I'm doing and what I'm working on. And um, this just goes a little bit into my... Um, back interest it's not so important anymore but i like short hair because it's easy to maintain i never blow dry my hair just like get out of the shower comb my hair back done and then whatever happens to it happens so i i I keep it super super simple and i think that's my attitude with everything so i think if i had like long hair and stuff um this would mean much um focus on my um, routine with my hair. And I think mm. I just don't want to give it to it. So that's also the same with skin. You know, I, I just want my skin to look healthy and I want to look in the mirror in the morning and say, okay, it's, I'm, I'm happy. I'm good. I have confidence in my skin. So that's all I care about. And if, if this would change, I definitely would change something about it because it's all about our confidence in ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you've always had kind of more of like a short haircut. My mom has always worn her hair short for obviously as long as I've known her. And like sometimes we talk about her growing her hair out or like doing long hair. And she's like, it's just not me. I just think it's me. I think also short hair is, I, I love it. I, it's I very cheap. I used to have hair. long hair. You, you have long hair? No, no, I'm, I'm short. You're I'm, short. Look yeah. how cute. It's so yeah. cute. Thank but you. I, I used to have long hair. And then in, I remember in 2000, the boyfriend I had at that time, we went to Milano and he brought me to this um, super amazing hair place. And this hair guy took like two and a half hours to cut my hair. And he cut it in a way that it's, it, it was called bad hair ah, because it was like, like very irregular. It was, uh, yeah, it was very irregular. It was very cool. At the time, this was the thing. And when I came back to Germany, for the, oh my God, your hair is awesome. So it became a thing pretty much. So ever since then, my hair is quite short. Love it. Love it. <laughs> I love the signature look. So talk to me a little bit about growing up in Germany. I feel like I did read that you were a tomboy growing up. So it wasn't like you grew up being obsessed with beauty. But was it your grandmother that kind of like made lots of medicines at home and got into like homeopathic recipes that way? Like, how did you first get interested in all of the work you do now? You did such good research. Wow. So, yeah, I, I'm definitely not a beauty junkie, as you can tell. I don't wear makeup. I definitely was climbing trees when I was a kid and I was always outside. I didn't want to wear dresses. What I experienced with my five-year-old right now, she's not interested in all of this like me at the time. But I was always very interested in nature. So, yeah, My grandmother was a pharmacist. My mother was a lab doctor. So it was very um, early connected with, you know, the way, you know, we treated ourselves also, especially because I grew up in East Germany. It wasn't like there was like something for everything. So you had to 
get like resourceful yourself. Mm. And um, in school, I wanted to, to do everything and be part of everything. So I always also was part of the biology um, workshop. So we would go in the forest and um, collect herbs and flowers. And I know everything in the forest. I know every every fruit, every everything, every leaf, every tree. So this to me was like part of my growing up. And yeah, this has nothing to do with beauty. But when I was four years old, I decided to become a doctor because I, I went to the hospital with my mom all the time. And I was so fascinated how they were helping patients. So I said, okay, I become a doctor. And this never changed. I always wanted to become a doctor and was very mm-hmm. determined. So I did everything to do that, studied medicine, also studied sports. And originally, I wanted to become a pediatrician. And um, then I had my daughter when I was 23 years old. And then I thought, no, I cannot see any kid suffering. This is not for me. So I wanted to go in like a happy space. You know, orthopedics, I thought, was really happy field in the medicine and so i i did that and i helped pioneering those treatments where you take the blood from a patient process it in a certain way create anti-inflammatory proteins and re-inject it into the joints to take down inflammation therefore the aging process in the joint and i simply translated it when i started injecting wrinkles with fillers and hyaluronic acid i thought you know i'm a scientist so why don't i come up with my own treatment there it is blood facial or or people call it PRP, vampire facial, whatever. Um, this is what I created in 2002. And from there, I created a cream because nothing on the market would help my skin. So I had to come up with my own face cream. And then, yeah, my patients, this was inevitable, asked me for more products, cleansers, serums, etc. And I created this little light for my patients. And this is where I come from. You know, I come from the service to my patients. And um, when my patients ask me for something, I want to give them the best advice, the best made decision coming from me. So I wanted to create something which I know was um, really, really good and good for my patients. And that's why I created the skincare line. Yes. Well, it's an amazing line. And one of the things that I love that you do is you do so much education around skincare issues. And I know that you believe that inflammation is one of like the biggest, biggest issues that you have to overcome in order to have the best skin you can possibly have. Can you tell me a little bit about how your line addresses inflammation, but also just lifestyle things that we can do to address inflammation? So inflammation, yeah, it comes from the orthopedics. So when I was working in the orthopedic with those scientists and doctors, I really learned a lot about inflammation. And um, of course, you know, I was at the time I was 27. And, you know, you become very entrepreneurial in this time. And, and you know, I'm a scientist yourself. And I did so much research. And, you know, inflammation is just all around us. And it affects um, clearly our health and um, especially also our skin. And it's something we need to pay attention to because it goes together with um you know, destruction of tissues, um, any type of disease, and um, definitely also um, everything which later will kill us. So inflammation, we should pay attention to. And inflammation is all around us. It's in our diet, stress, no sleep, sun pollution, even AGV light coming from the screens, but also ingredients you put on your skin. You know, it's, yes. with diet ingredients you put in your system, but ingredients you put on your skin can also cause inflammation. And in our skin, we see it actually with redness, burning, you know, sensitivity. Did you know that um, today people who go to a dermatologist go because of sensitivity to their skin and not um, acne anymore? It's the most, the most described problem everyone 
has, and this comes from skincare, I swear, yeah. skincare, also, of course, pollution, etc. But um, skincare can cause so much damage and sensitivity to the skin, eczema, allergy. I mean, you know, this all what I'm talking about, but this is really, um, really born in um, inflammatory skincare. Yes. Well, no, I'm so happy you're bringing this up because I think people are doing these acid peels at home. They're just doing too much to their skin. I know that when I go to my dermatologist, her advice to me is always like, actually, you could be doing half of these steps. You don't need to be doing all of this. You could simplify it a lot more and your skin would be happier. So you are not Very a good. fan. You're not a fan of like the acids and the really harsh chemicals at home, right? N not at all. And I know there are studies being um, made right now. They're working on clinical studies and um, testing that. So um, eventually at one point it will be um, scientifically proven. Also, dermatologists actually are talking about a new term and I feel like I'm a little bit responsible for this term. It's corneotherapy and it means that, you know, you want to keep your skin barrier intact. Mm -hmm. So the goal and a new goal in the skincare world should be how can I make the best skin possible? How can I uh, maintain a strong skin barrier? Yeah, absolutely. The other thing that I love to hear you say is this question around people will put something on their face and it will be red, their face will be red or their skin will sting and they think it's like working. But yeah. you say that is actually your skin crying out for help and saying like, no, don't do this, right? Like we have to listen to our skin a bit more. Exactly. You know, I think um, burning or hurting is a signal created by our body that this is what you shouldn't do. And um, this is just a sign of inflammation. And what does inflammation cause in our skin? Any type of breakout, acne, um, redness, irritation, rosacea, eczema, allergies, aging, bam, 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 all going together with type of air with um, inflammation. Yeah, absolutely. So tell me a little bit about discovering, is it purslane? Yeah. Okay, because I know that was like one of the things that you discovered early on and integrated into your line. How did you discover it and what does it do for our skin? This comes actually from um, when you're a scientist, you're a scientist and you don't want to do some um, bullshit ingredients in skincare. So right. um, there's a lot, there's of, a lot of that. There. Oh, there's a lot of that. <laughs> you know, fish DNA over caviar, um, over stem cells. I mean, this is all like quite um, empty, empty promises. But I wanted to do something which actually had a um, really great effect, um, not just on our skin cells, but our, our, our every cell in our body. That's why I also have a supplement bag. And um, I came across this group of people who um, were working on telomerase activation. This is something um, a professor from Harvard actually did a study on mice. And telomerase is the fountain of youth enzyme. And it's not only stops the aging process, but also reverses the aging process. And that's what they tested in mice. And I was super intrigued with this telomerase activation. And there's a mushroom in China. It's called astragalus, uh, where you just can use a very tiny part. And, and this is a telomerase activator. And um, we found, and together with a scientist from Miami, I found this or purslane, also clinically proven to um, have properties as a telomerase activator. And this grows everywhere. I mean, this person is not just like a telomerase activator. It's also super wound healing, anti-inflammatory. It's um, antioxidant, rich in beta-carotene, omega-3 fatty acids, vitamin A, C, E. It's just such a powerful herb. And um, this is something I use in every of my products. Wow. 
So when you discovered that and you decided to add it to the product, and I know you were you were a single mom at the time, right? As you were developing your product, you knew you had something great. How did you have the courage to say, okay, I'm actually going to go and make my own practice and skincare line? Like, how did you put everything together? Um, Because I understand you have a background of science and medicine in your family, but entrepreneurship is like a whole other thing and also not easy to do as a mom as well. How were you able to just put everything together and do it? First of all, I, I, you know, me personally, you know, I never thought of myself as an entrepreneur. I just did things I thought, uh, you know, I believed in and I thought would um, be the best to give to my patients. So this is where the whole idea always came from. And then I started injecting wrinkles while I was still working in my um, orthopedic clinic. And I would start having more and more patients for, um, you know, also the the, the blood facial, etc. And I was treating high profile people and the media got really um, attention of that. And um, I got a lot of attention and I really got a super cool people to come to the clinic. And, um, you know, when you work with orthopedic surgeons, they're guys, they don't want the, you know, little girl there getting all the attention. So they didn't, they weren't so happy with that. And they're <laughs> kind of like got tired of me. So, uh, so I decided to go and do my own. And um, I opened my clinic and, um, it was actually quite um, fun to get into a negotiating a space. You know, I was mm-hmm. super young. And negotiating. this is all in Germany, right? Yeah, it's all in Germany. And I was negotiating my space. And I, you know, I got the best deal. So I, I, I was really tough too. And I got what I wanted. And actually, I didn't have a clue. I didn't have a business plan. I didn't have a clue if I would get enough patience to, to pay my rent. I just did it. And... um step by step forwards then i did um again no business plan and i decided to do these skin products and i went to the bank said i need money and they gave it to me without business plan so i had like a convincing convincing way of um getting people um, into my corner so i just did it and yeah I, i i was a mother too i um I was raising Charlie. I, I gladly had my parents who were helping me. So step by step, I think sometimes I wasn't sure, you know, if I would make enough money to uh, make the clinic work or whatever. But you know, I have like this very big optimism in in me, which you know, I'm a good risk taker. I, I believe something, I just do it. You know, I'm, I have a strong will. So I guess that's what I just um, made me do step by step by step, and then. When I realized that the people really um, loved the products and then wanted to get it to their friends, whatever, I said, you know, I I just need to be on Netapote right now because they're like delivering the products everywhere in the world. And people were telling me, you cannot sell beauty online. Nobody buys beauty online. You know, they different need to feel time. the products. Yeah, yeah they need time. to feel the products. I said, I don't care. My patients know my products. I don't care. I just want to be on Netapote. The rest, I don't care. So I went and um, for some miracle reason, they took me on as a brand. And this was like, this was so big to me. I mean, that was to me, wow, Netapote. And then all the retailers came to me. Can we sell your products? Can you sell your products? And I'm like, you know, hair, it's in space and K. And so I didn't really go to any retailer myself. They all came to me, which was then, you know, the rest is history. That's wonderful. And it speaks to the strength of the product. I'll tell you what I have been using lately. So I've been using the foam cleanser. I use the enzyme cleanser as well, um, which I love. The darker skin tones face cream. 
the hyaluronic acid, which is incredible, and the glow drops. I'm actually wearing the glow drops under my makeup now. Love the glow so drops. Good. And I have the sleep food. And I'm so interested in this darker skin tones line. So one of the questions I have for you is how are darker skin tones different when you're formulating products? And also kind of what made you think this is something that I want to create specifically for, you know, women with melanin, women with darker skin? So I, I think, you know, nowadays everybody has melanin and more melanin and more melanin and more melanin. So it's like, you know, also not just um, not just darker skin tones, but also people with hyperpigmentation and melasmites. Um, but as soon as the skin has more melanin, for mm -hmm. some reason, uh, and we don't know really why, the, the skin is prone to way more inflammation. Mm -hmm. And that's not just where, you know, if you have like a, a pimple or something it's not just where the pimple is it's everywhere Infl it's just a really high inflammation cascade going on so what's happening when you have more melanin in, then um there's um the skin is prone to more inflammation so um it's prone to more breakouts but also more prone to um, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation uh is and that then, like why if i have like a small pimple like a tiny pimple i literally and i don't touch it i still have a mark yeah it's exactly right. And yeah, it's better to not touch it. It's better to heal it. It's also good to heal it fast. Don't destroy your skin barrier because if it has like an injury in the skin, the sun or daylight really penetrates deep and leaves this hyperpigmentation mark. And that's actually um, two of the most common reasons for um, people who have more melanin going to, um, to the dermatologist. Hyperpigmentation. And acne. Yeah. It's yeah. Two, yeah. two reasons. And when I met Angela Bassett, she... Such an she, icon, by the way. She is yeah. just like stunning. How did you get connected with her? Uh, through a friend of mine. He gave her um, the products and she loved the products. She said, oh my God, my, my skin was never that great. And I thought, mm, yeah, but you had good skin to begin with. And she told me everything what her mom taught her. Uh, her mom took her to a dermatologist um, on a regular basis to not have her pick and and pop pimples and stuff yeah. so i think she was very careful with her skin from early days but then she was really excited about the skincare and we've been talking and talking and talking and then we thought you know there's really nothing on the market which addresses exactly those problems those issues and with i did a lot of research about um, darker skin tones and um, ingredient science on you know those problems and um, i created a line basically it's the it's, it's it's like the baseline, but it's targeted um, for extra anti-inflammatory purpose, antibacterial, and for evening out the skin tone. So we um, in, in, added ingredients which can help with hyperpigmentation, with breakouts and acne, with inflammation uh, itself. So it's actually a good line also to use when you have acne-prone skin. Okay, that's helpful to know because I have very dry skin naturally and I know a lot of black women have oilier skin. So I wasn't sure if it yeah. was more for dry skin or oily skin, but it sounds like regardless of your skin type, it's really addressing yeah. these underlying issues. Yeah, and always it's hydrating. So none of my products will dry out your skin. So if you mm -hmm. have dry skin, you need hydration and you need valuable oil. So with dry skin, just an oily product or skin oil wouldn't help you that much unless you get hydration going in your skin as well. So all the products are really designed around hydration because when I was looking for a good skincare product when I was younger, I couldn't find any hydrating um, skin moisturizer. It was strange. Right. As, and especially I feel like your cleanser. Like I love this foam cleanser. Yeah. And it's just your skin truly feels clean afterwards, but not stripped at all. Like I hate that feeling of yeah. tightness in the skin. Oh, um, horrible. 
it's the worst. It's the worst. So there's I love so the many bad kids out there. Really, I you know I was like in in New York for um for an event and I had a goodie bag and I couldn't find my pins and I got the stuff out of the goodie bag something with micro I don't know what it was, but I thought oh just to quickly wash my face I just use it. And I got such a bad allergy and it was like organic and clean, whatever. I got such a bad allergy just to this cleanser. I mean, I really used it, washed it off and I had the allergy still the next day. I couldn't believe it. I was just like, guys, you know, it's not too difficult. I know. You you stray away from using your products once and you're like, see what happens. Um so you created this amazing line. Now your line is certainly like a prestige high-end skincare brand. One of the number one questions that I've gotten, as I've even told yeah. my audience when I'm talking to you, is price point. Everyone's yes. like, I want to try the products, but the price just seems so high. What justifies the price? What sets this, what, what makes the hyaluronic serum, you know, so much better than what's on the market for, for much yeah. less? No, but it's, um, it's, it's a very, um, good question. And I also think, um, this needs to be addressed because I really believe that it matters what ingredients, where it comes from, how has it been um, formulated, and even my kids' products. I said my kids' products, they're so expensive to make because I just don't make compromises on ingredients. I just don't. You know, when I um, create a product for my kids, it's just the best. And it's the same with my skin. That's why it's working. And as an example, Hyaluronic Serum, you know, we did so many tests on the skin, which formulation, which concentration, and which composition and with, with, with rich ingredients this penetration gets really done you know and our hyaluronic serum for example has different uh, molecule sizes which penetrates into different skin layers also they the molecules function as a carrier of ingredients into deeper skin layers and it has a long-term effect and an instant effect and you know i i, I know also customers who used my hyaluronic serum and said oh I, I just go for a cheaper brand. This is ridiculous, you know? And then they came back to us because it's, it's like, back. yeah, well, it's the best one. And I think quality always speaks for itself. And, you know, I, I, I'd rather go to the farmer's market and get really beautiful or, or tomatoes, which might cost me more, but I, I rather have the quality. And it's like with everything, you know? And regarding my line, you don't need like 10,000 serums. You, you just do, like you have a face cream, serum, a cleanser. It lasts you forever. The cleanser you have probably for a year. You know, it's yeah, not that. It does it's, last a long time, especially the enzyme cleanser yeah, forever. Yeah. yeah, it lasts you forever. And I think the, the results speak for itself. I'd rather have less than more and from the less, just the very best. So I think that's what, and, and you know, I don't make compromises on, on, on production and ingredients and we do a lot of research and everything which goes in our product is, um, you know, synthetically um, made in the lab. I mean, the, the power of the nature gets present, for example, is biofermented to make it super valuable, super functioning, super reliable on concentration, not viral, because also those organic products can cause allergies and eczema and um Going for organic products don't, doesn't mean anything. You know, you need something which has a real scientific value. Sure. I can, I can absolutely respect that as the creator of the line. It's like people don't ask Tom Ford why his clothes are so expensive. You know, it's, it doesn't But I get it. I get it. You know, yeah. and um, when, 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 you know, as I said, I'm a doctor and, you know, when patients come to me and say, oh, it's so expensive, you know, sometimes it's to say, you just say, give me your address and send you something. I, I really, 
would love for everybody to, everybody to be using it. And especially now during um, quarantine, um, I, I did some bundles, you know, with a super good price point. So I'm really trying to to get everybody okay. to use it. So maybe, I'm, maybe I'm trying like a little. Maybe we can do like a little test for naked beauty listeners. Yes, um, totally. At, at a Let's discounted rate. Okay, I'll follow Let's up with you about that. We, people we really do love a giveaway that. or something. Yeah. Okay, people would love that. I think the um, hyaluronic serum. I so I first tried it. I went to your spa. This is a spa, but basically I got a facial in Soho at your shop. That also does yes. treatments. The staff there is amazing, by the way. The woman who treated me, Elizabeth Hand, we're still in touch. She was so knowledgeable. She knew so much about the line. She was so gentle with my skin. So, but and I I remember telling her about my dry skin issues, and she put on the hyaluronic acid serum, and my skin like drank it up. Like I've used so many hyaluronic serums and they kind of just sit on top of the skin the way my skin drank this up so quickly i was like one my skin is very dry so it needed this but two i can really feel the difference now i feel like hyaluronic like the newer ingredients that people talk about and there's some people say you don't need it some people say it's absolutely necessary do you feel like it's a really important part of like a good skincare regimen it's an amazing ingredient it's um totally necessary and it's so interesting what you just said that that it sits on top of the skin and you know lots of people try to attack me you know for concentration whatever you know often you know hyaluronic serums say oh hyaluronic um, complex 90 percent mm-hmm. but it already suggests that there's nothing really in it also you have to know hyaluronic acid gets um gel when it's too high in percent it doesn't really work so anyway hyaluronic acid is a super important ingredient which i just said hydrates the skin on different skin layers which is super important number one you need to hydrate your skin cells and skin cells are seated in all these skin layers and they need to have hydration in order to take on active ingredients and they need this hydration number two our skin barrier function needs hydration urgently number three the layers where collagen and elastin are placed, if they're dehydrated, our collagen and elastin ages like a rubber band. You know, when you have a dry rubber band, that's how what happens um, with our skin as well. And if we hydrate our collagen and elastin, we keep it um, really, really young and moist and, um, and beautiful. So it's really important to get the skin, the hydration. And as I said, the hyaluronic acid molecules function as a carrier themselves. So if we add Purslane, for example, into the hyaluronic acid, it transports the purslane into deeper skin layers. That's where we want it. So that's why it's absolutely necessary step. So if you have dry skin and you just think you use a face oil or a rich moisturizer, it would, it, it would dry out your skin even more. You need dehydration. And dehydrated skin and oiliness, this is not going together. So dehydration doesn't need only oils. It needs um, hydration first. Yeah. So it's like you have to prep the skin to almost receive the moisture. Yes. Yeah, that, that makes sense. So for people that want to take the plunge and try products from your line, like what are your top three favorite products? Like where do you think someone should start if they are looking to start in your line? So definitely the face cream. This is yes, an absolute must have. Yeah, yeah, must have. Nowhere without face cream. I also would go for the cleanser. And I would go for serum. And there you can, you, you should rather have the hyaluronic serum or right now what's actually really great is the anti-pollution drops because it creates a shield on the skin to block out the HEV light coming from our computers. So you can do, you know, the anti-pollution drops, the face cream and the cleanser and you're already, you know, you get hydration, you cleanse your skin, 
and you hydrate and moisturize your skin. So it's actually really great. What makes the face cream so good? Because I love the face cream, but I can't pinpoint why exactly it's so good. It's, it's gentle and it feels great going on the skin and you wake up and your skin feels great, but I can't like pinpoint exactly what it is that I love so much about the face cream. I, I told you my grandmother was a pharmacist and she mixed everything for us. And when when I, I decided to do a face cream and the first face cream I did was a blood cream, I went to my grandma and she told me all the secrets. And that's what I um, brought to my pharmacist and we created this whipped cream-like face cream, which is the best thing ever. And then to put it in the jar for like big quantities, I worked on this for two and a half years to make it exactly like, this is basically like the blood cream in a jar without the blood, obviously. But um, it's just a formulation. And as I said, you know, you need to have these hydrating ingredients and I won't tell you my secret, but the hydration part is so important. You know, you don't want to have a face cream which sits on top of your skin and makes you sweat underneath. And oh, there's so, so much yeah. badness out there. Yeah, it definitely feels really light going on, but it's still hydrating. It's like that perfect blend of not too oily or heavy, but still hydrating. Yeah. Can I tell you the (laughs) other product I love? We haven't talked about this yet. This is such a silly one to be like, this is what I'm obsessed with. Oh, yeah. That's not silly at all. I love this lip balm so much. (laughs) I I, I never thought (laughs) that a lip balm would become so so meaningful to me, but it's on my bedside and it's like, it's like so good. What makes it so good? It's me uh, working on it for four years, 35 samples back and forth. It was like really tough to do it. And I tell you, that's the thing about ingredients. You know, if you, for example, have a product which said, oh, it's with aloe vera, the aloe vera can be minimal, can hardly be found, but it still can say it has aloe vera. But, um, you know, um, lots of like super cheap lip balms have, or even the luxury ones, they have a lot of petroleum-based or mineral oils in them. And this is what mm-hmm. um, makes you addicted to it, dries out your skin. It's not a valuable oil. It's just not um, working. So I needed to come up with a good formulation, which doesn't have mineral oils, which also mineral oils make it really feel perfect, you know? So mm-hmm. this is like a combination of lanolin, beeswax, shea butter, avocado oil, a bunch of beautiful oils. And it's just like, it just hydrates your skin. It doesn't make you addictive and it keeps the hydration in. So you don't have yes. to do it over and over and over and over again. You know, it's like, you know, not this yeah. annoying lip balm you, you put on over the and over. The addictive part. Yeah. A lot of lip balms are addictive because it's like you use it, it feels good at first, but then like 30 minutes later, your lips are drier than they were before. And then you have to reapply. Yeah. I love that. I would love to know, I feel like you are very vocal about things that you don't like to see in the beauty industry. Are there like any beauty trends or treatments that you're seeing that you just feel like you just want people to like stop doing or, or not do? Well, this is exactly yeah, um, what I say, you know, and I just did a skin school um, before we were talking and, you know, I, I have people coming on and they tell me their skincare routine and often, you know, they're already 17 years old, 16 years old, they have like colic pads and they're just destroying their skin, you know, and I wish they just wouldn't do it. And I wish this would go away in the industry, you know, because it's just so destructive to our skin. Yeah, just to like harsh ingredients, just being one of the things to avoid. Yes. And what about you? Have you made any beauty mistakes? One of the questions that I ask my guests are beauty mistakes that they've made in their life and how they've learned from them. Since I'm not a beauty junkie, I hardly um, made like any beauty things. So my first eyeliner, I think I had when I was 24, 
and it's really funny actually that I um, missed out on it all these years, but um, it's just not my thing. But I think what a mistake was actually when I was 30 and I started injecting Botox and fillers and all this kind of stuff, I tried, of course, everything on myself. So I think I started um, injecting Botox too early. I would think, you know, when you don't need it, just don't do it because it weakens your muscles. And, you know, now if I don't have Botox, my eyebrows are super low, my wrinkles all over. I wouldn't do that again. So I know lots of people out there, they, they want to get Botox when they're 20. Just don't do it. Just do not do it. Wait, wait, wait. Just wait. I actually haven't heard that advice. I feel like I so often hear the opposite that you should start early so the wrinkles don't form. No, oh, you I should start I- a, a good hydrating skincare routine early. That's as important, mm. you know, to hydrate your skin, prevent from fine lines and wrinkles, and use ingredients which can do that. Like our night serum, for example, is amazing for doing that, you know. But I, I, I get it. That's that's the myth out there, you know start earlier but it's also an industry you know there's a, this is a huge market this is a yes i was listening to a podcast the other day i think 13 billion in a year in in, in the u.s just on injectables i mean it's crazy wow. wow and i feel like it's such a high maintenance approach to maintaining a certain look and aesthetic that you just have to keep up month after month after month it just it doesn't feel sustainable no not at all. Yeah. I, I, I love it because I'm also doing it. I think it's a great way of um, maintaining a freshness in your skin, but in a very natural way of the, the person who does it, you know, knows what they're doing. So I think, you know, look, my Botox, but it's very natural. You can't really tell I have Botox. Because yeah, it, no, not at all. And I think that's the um, the art about it. It's an art, you know, it's sculpting faces. And it's the same with where you place fillers that you don't see it, but it looks natural. So it's nice to do, but it shouldn't be uh, performed in an extreme way. I think that's my yeah. advice. Yes. I feel like you've had a lot of headlines where you, they talk about you like bottling the fountain of youth. What is your opinion on like aging overall? Do you think that sometimes as women, we can become too obsessed with this idea of looking young? Do you feel like it's just natural? What What are your thoughts on kind of aging and accepting aging as well? I'm 30, so I feel like I'm not overly concerned about aging just no. yet, but it is something yeah. that I think about. Personally, I think when you're younger, actually, you you think more about prevention, 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 because you also learn it um, from the industry and you know, from your, your mothers and, you know, when I now go to, go to see like patients of mine and go to some houses or something and, and, you know, the, the kids are there, they're growing up with the idea that there's Botox and fillers, you know, when they're super young. So I think there's a total um, new understanding for me personally. I, um, really like to live an anti-inflammatory lifestyle, which means that I go to bed early, that I, you know, have a certain diet that I, really take care of myself in a way that it um, preserves myself instead of going for crazy, crazy treatments. I also think, you know, the older we get, the more we kind of accept the idea that we don't look like 20 or 30 anymore. And it's, um, it's also okay. And you do um, the best you can with the most, you know, natural looking and non-invasive possibilities to enhance your 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 look but um but that's it i think um your lifestyle needs to be adjusted to the the best and most healthy version of yourself yeah 
you say go to bed early. So now we've all been in quarantine. So I feel like I'm sleeping way more than I ever have. But I am like, I know, but it's yeah, it's great now. But I have to like maintain this um, once this is all over. How early do you go to bed, especially being as busy as you are? So this morning I got up at six. So I probably will go to bed with my uh, five-year-old tonight, which is like around eight. Really? So, okay. So I just, I'm very curious. <laughs> how do you like set that discipline? Do you just like turn everything off? I'm just tired. Like, you're just tired. Okay. Okay. No, but yeah. also, you know, I have to get up early because, um, you know, uh, my business is all over the world and, um, you know, LA is very late. So um, I also like to be an early bird. I like to watch the sun go, uh, come up. I, I, you know, I just like to be in the nature in the morning. You know, we have an early dinner and then um, I, I'm also not the one who's watching TV all the time. It's just not my thing. I'm also not on house parties because, you know, I'm working harder than ever, I think. And so it's actually nice to um, go to bed with, with, with your baby and, you know, we, we talk and we cuddle and we read books and then I, I pat her back and then while I'm doing this, I'm getting so tired myself. So no point in um, getting up again. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great. And you mentioned, so now you live in LA. I feel like the LA sunlight is just very harsh. Um, and I've read different opinions you've had on sunscreens and some maybe like misdirection around like SPF and what it really does. And I know you have sun drops in your line, but where, where do you see sunscreen fitting into an overall kind of healthy skincare regimen? You pay such good attention. <laughs> so, um, yeah, sunscreen. Sunscreen is super necessary. Sun is the one most aggressive skin ager and causing oxidative um, damage in our skin and also our system. So sun is really, um, we need to pay attention to our sun. On the other hand, sun also presents to us um, a source for vitamin D production, which is important for our bones and for our immune system. So there's um, like a little um, glitch there because um, if we follow a strong anti-aging skincare routine, we probably have things like retinol or glycolic in our skincare routine right now. It's just what it is, just what the market does. And so you damage your skin barrier function, which is a problem mm -hmm. because all of a sudden your skin is super vulnerable. Um, also, if you have laser treatments or um, similar, um, your sun all of a sudden enters um, your skin even stronger. And also the HEV light actually coming from the computers and from the phone. So by making your skin super vulnerable, You've got to use HEV protection. You've got to use sun sun protection morning, night, all the time. You know because your skin is so vulnerable. If you do not do not use these um, substances, I always use sunscreen when I go outside, uh, when I go for a hike, when I'm in the car and the sun is coming in into my car. If I'm in um, in a plane, I'm using sunscreen mm -hmm. because UVA radiates through the windows. So I am protective of sun. I also almost never go in the sun. I stay out of the sun. But it's a little bit also depending on lifestyle. You know, if you do a lot of sports outside and hiking and running and, you know, all this kind of stuff, surfing, um, you got to make sure you have a really good sunscreen, reapply it throughout the day, have a, a valuable sunscreen and then and, and make sure you cover all the areas because a sun is also aggressive and can cause cancer. 
Right. I want to talk to you a little bit about food supplements um, versus topical treatments, because um, I'm so interested in your sleep food and just even your decision to include supplements in your skincare line. How is it different when you get these nutrients from a pill versus putting it on top of your skin? I think the idea was born because I was such a science nerd and I found all this amazing science for skincare. And then I thought, why just only for my skin cells? I need this for every cell in my body. So I created the skin food, um, which of course has purslane, which is not easy to find on the farmer's market. So if I would find it every day for my salads, fine, but I don't. So I need it in a pill. There's also the astragalus, the mushroom, and also as telomerase activator, glutathione, astaxanthin. It's really a super cool um, combination of ingredients, ingredients to the hyaluronic acid um, for inner hydration, such a good um, supplement. Everything, again, uh, I'm designed around inflammation. So um, I created this repair food, which is extra anti-inflammatory, has also zinc, which is great for acne-prone skin, thyme, sage, rosemary. Then I have um, anti-pollution food, which has five different adaptogens, vitamin E and ginseng, a brightening food for everybody with hyperpigmentation, super good, by the way, for hyperpigmentation. Yeah. What's, what's in that one? Olive leaf extract, garden crisp sprouts, copper, a bunch of like super cool um, natural ingredients. And the sleep food you have with St. John's Worth and 5-HTP doesn't make you addicted, but still makes you... Did you try it? Yes. No, it's great. I like it a lot. Yeah. It just when, gives when you a better, more valuable sleep, you know? Mm-hmm. When you're testing things like the brightening food or the skin food, how long do you test them for? And like, what results are you looking for? Like, do you take a group of people and have them take the um, skin food and then see what their skin is like after? Like, what's your testing process? So with the brightening food, for example, it's like, this was an ask from my patients and also some of my people. And they're like, oh, can we not get a supplement? So I created a supplement and we tested it in our team. And we have this few who suffer of hyperpigmentation, they were like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is amazing. So then it goes on the market. It's tested in our family and our team. So it's really, you know, what we think is amazing. My skin is the most sensitive skin out there. So whatever um, works on my skin works on everybody's skin. Yeah, great. And I'm assuming hopefully you have like a diverse team. So there are black women on the team. Oh, that are testing yes. It. Yeah. Yes, yeah. we, have, we have every everything. And also, um, you know, we have like um, people who are just like super into ingredient science and clean beauty and everybody's so passionate about it. And, you know, our team is just like so representative to this brand. It's just, it's just, it's just, and, you know, I'm not just talking about people sitting in the office. I'm talking about our, you know, agencies we're working with. Everybody's involved. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can definitely feel the investment from even like talking to your PR team in preparation for this. Um, Margaret and Malcolm are so wonderful, yeah. by the way. Um, yeah, I love them. Yeah, they're great. So what's next for you? Like, what do you want to develop next? I know you've done a kid's line. Um, where are you thinking about for the future? Oh, I, I had a big production uh, product development call this morning. I, You know, especially being at home right now, I have so many ideas. I talk to so many scientists right now. There's like lots of um, new developments. Nothing I can talk about just yet, just because it's just people are paying really attention to what I'm doing. But next product out, by the way, you know, we have the spot treatment in different shades. And there are, I think, three or four more shades coming right now. 
and it's super exciting because it's for every skin tone you know and i'm I'm not a makeup brand but we have those um shades and you know um we i want to present skincare solutions for everyone everyone with skin can come to us yeah, that's so important. And I, and I think, again, just the love you've shown on the darker skin tones line, not only developing it, but also just like the gifting and the outreach and the PR. Like, I, as I mentioned, I speak to so many women of color in the beauty industry and your name always comes up, which I think is just a testament to you and your team making that extra out to do that outreach. Yeah, I think it's such a, it's such an important line and nobody has ever addressed it, you know, and then when I wanted to get it into retailers, there was quite some, oh, no, we don't need the darker skin. I was like, yeah, you do. So it was quite, you know, <laughs> oh, it's like. Some of them, they felt like they didn't need, like their cut, that customer wasn't there. I don't know what they were thinking. I didn't get it, you know. And then it was like, just like, yeah, no, also they thought, oh, no, other brand is doing it. And I was like, yeah, I, you know, I did a lot of, you know, articles on that, too, because I was so upset about it. Because it's, it's such a great um, space, you know. And, and now I know. Um, other big companies are working on darker skin tones. So there would be more out there. <laughs> yeah. So wonderful talking to you. I feel like I could talk to you for forever. You are a wealth of knowledge, but I have to end with a final question. So I ask all of my guests this question, Dr. Sturm, and I've been doing this show, as I mentioned, for a long time. So I'm very curious to know your answer. But the final question is, when do you feel most beautiful? I think what every, every mother loves is the love of their children. And I think whatever they give to you, on um, feedback, love, and care coming from your children makes you feel the best in your skin ever, I think. Yeah, that's beautiful. And it's so beautiful to see the relationship you have with your daughters as well. On Instagram, I love watching the videos of you with them. And they, they're so knowledgeable about skincare as well. It's so funny. The five-year-old knows a lot. The 24-year-old obviously knows everything, but the five-year-old is, is really, it's really, really <laughs> cute. <laughs> That's adorable. That's she, for adorable. example, when she goes outside, she has the sun drops in her hands and she is putting it everywhere. I mean, like literally this kid knows about sun protection, about how to take care of her skin, what not to use, what to use. I need to do a proper interview with her. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Maybe I'll have her on the show one day. We can yeah. talk about her skincare routine. <laughs> well, thank you so much again. It was so, so great like meeting you and hearing more about the inspiration behind your line. And I will definitely follow up with you to see if we can do some sort of giveaway because I think yes, for sure. absolutely love that. They would love that. Thank you so much for having me. It was um, such an honor to be talking to you. This was actually really, really nice. Thank you so much. Okay, great. I'm so happy to hear that. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like a gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, 
Solon logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Okay, so that was the conversation. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you learned a lot. I want to share with you some of my top takeaways from my conversation. Takeaway number one, that inflammation is really the big issue behind most skincare concerns. A lot of us are using acids, and I'm guilty of this too. I've used the Drunk Elephant Baby Facial at Home, the Ordinary BHA AHA Peeling Solution. I have felt the sting and burn on my own skin and thought to myself, like, oh, this means it's working. That's not good. Dr. Sturm really confirmed that stinging or burning is, that's a signal created by our body to tell us that this is not something that we should be putting on our faces. So she talked a lot about the future of skincare really being around keeping the skin barrier intact. This is the goal. If you guys have been listening to the show, pretty much every single dermatologist and real expert that I've had on really talks about this being the primary way that we should be thinking about caring for your skin. So I think it's just really important that we keep perspective, that we don't just jump on the latest product, that we don't do really, really strong treatments at home because it really can damage our skin. I think the second takeaway I just got from her is that she's kind of just like a boss. Like she started this company on her own. She was young. She had a lot of conviction and she had a vision for what she wanted to create. And she just put it out there into the world. So I think as all of us as women have ideas or thoughts and think about starting maybe some of our own things, just a reminder to just go for it and do it and have that conviction in what you want to create. The third takeaway that I had just I, I wanted to understand how the darker skin tones range was different. And the darker skin tones line is really addressing acne and hyperpigmentation. All of her products have a ton of hydration in them. So it's not that it's better for oily skin or dry skin. This line is really targeted at addressing acne and hyperpigmentation, which I thought was interesting. The fourth takeaway, to keep your skin young and hydrated, we need to treat collagen and elastin in the skin. So hyaluronic acid is about getting to those deeper levels to hydrate the skin at the collagen and elastin level. I love the analogy that she gave of skin being like a rubber band that you have to keep supple versus dry and cracked. The fifth takeaway all of this advice, I, and I, I've heard this on this very show, when people say to start Botox as soon as possible so that you don't ever form wrinkles. So Dr. Sturm was very against this. She said she does not agree, and she is an expert in terms of like injections. Like This is how her career started. She feels that she personally started too soon, and her face became dependent on the Botox. So please keep that in mind. Don't feel like you have to rush out and get Botox to maintain some sort of youthful appearance. And my sixth takeaway, living an anti-inflammatory lifestyle helps everything in your body, including your skin. I loved hearing her talk about going to bed at 8 p.m. That's honestly life goals. Like I wish, I really wish I could. And then the seventh and final takeaway around sunscreen. So 
She talked about how a lot of the way that we treat our skin with skincare in terms of using retinols and acids and lasers make our skin very vulnerable. And it basically necessitates the need for sunscreen to a much higher degree than our skin naturally needs. Because her products and her product lines don't have a lot of those harsh chemicals, sunscreen may not be as important. Now, she did say that, of course, if you're in the sun, you should have sunscreen on. But she doesn't have as militant of an approach about sunscreen as a lot of other kind of skincare professionals do, which I thought was interesting. I'd love to hear from you guys what you thought of this episode, what you learned, what you're walking away with after hearing this conversation. Please DM me at Naked Beauty Planet. And thank you guys so much for listening to and supporting this show. All right. Speak to you next week. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 